Um, but there are places nearby where the darkness resides and they don't go, but sometimes the darkness comes to them. Darkness. Mm-hmm. What, what's the darkness? The way they explain it is that when the darkness comes, um, all their lights are extinguished. Oh. Individuals die. Do they have any sort of scans of the um, conditions that happen when the darkness arrives? Uh, yeah, do the engineering thing. Okay. And if Rao can Is assist. It computers or scanners? Yes. Sensors. Oh, sensors. Can I do the oh, sensors? Why don't you and do any the main role and I'll. Yeah. Yeah. That's four successes on my part. Five with Ellie. Yay. Definitely EMP adjacent. It's oh. a temporary event. Only ever one Mimi has uh, escaped the darkness. Special one. The translator kind of stumbles a little bit on the word, but effectively it throws out a few suggestions, and most of them are variations of crazy cat lady. <laughs> I want to meet her. I want to meet that Mimi. I want to adopt that Mimi. That Mimi is my new best friend, even though I haven't met her yet. She died long ago, uh, naturally, wow. but she died hundreds of years ago. She sounded like a legend. But what she described, which they had more or less written off, is she, she had described it as a grossly mutated Mimi that had caused the dog. Oh, wow. Theoretically speaking, if one were to interrupt the circuits of a Mimi, that Mimi would die, so repairing a Mimi and restarting it would not bring that Mimi back. So once the lights are out, they're permanently out? A short amount of time of inactivity doesn't have a detrimental effect, but, and in simulations, it shows extended will depolarize effectively their brain. It will kill connections. So prolonged deactivation is the part that's deadly for them. Yeah, kind of like you see in humanoids, yeah? Restrict blood and oxygen to the brain long enough, it will start to stop working. Makes sense. Good to know. So yeah, Carl would like to ask them, if they mind, if we could have a poke around and try and find out what's going on. Uh, There is a flurry of communications, and after a while, several seconds, you know, Mm -hmm. decades to a, a machine, they... Basically say, uh, yeah, okay then. But much to your surprise, several of the Mimi wish to accompany you. Yay! Uh, Mimi herself isn't so excited by this prospect and scuttles up Basin's back into the backpack and as she hides down and then pops her head up, her manipulator up, grabs the top of the backpack and closes it. <laughs> We're sacrifices to the volcano god, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, not so. Yeah, that's what Basin was getting ready for. Some of the others are brave enough that they want to go with you, that they want to face face their fears, and that they think that you can ultimately end the reign of terror. I mean, it sounds like the darkness is some kind of strong magnetic field, so we should be able to protect them from that. Actually, yeah, I want to prepare for it. I talk to Ellie and, you know, get some jump starter batteries with us, turn off to keep them safe from an EMP, just in case we need to rebu- reboot the Mimis, and other stuff like that. 
Need me defibrillator. I mean, I mean, this is Star Trek. We must have cut some kind of like portable Faraday cage de- generator or something. Well, your tricorders could probably really, uh, create an interference field. That'd be a tactical engineering sort of a a role if you wanted to do that. Yeah, I want to want to do that. Get some kind of solution to protect them. Sure. Yeah, I've got to make Paul do something tonight. I'll oh, mention that. Uh, do you want me to do a security and control role then? Yeah, you do a full one, and Nikki does a full engineering role as well. Please. Carl will help with the security one. And That's three successes from me. And one so from me. So it's tactical that they're... I rolled a one. Yeah, we're doing the engineering one. I mean, I have improvisation, nice. so... will improvisation all about stopping EMP fields. I have no specifics on that. Matt? Sorry? Would improvisation work for this? Or experimental modifications? Um, no. No, it's a feature of the tri-quarters. It's a jamming yeah. field All effect. Right. Ellie, you do the role and I'll help you then. It, it, was, my just, it, it was my role. It was my role that was being called. So it's I two just, separate I roles. Already... No, it's two separate roles. Okay. Um, Scott's, Scott and Carl's tactical. Oh, okay. Um... Oh, oh, and I'm getting an assist. Okay, I misunderstood. Thank you. Ellie, full role with brow assisting. It's kind of like a task Assist roles game. don't have focuses, so it's just a roll. Cool. So we have another success. Hey. So three successes from our end on engineering. From the sensor records, you're able to pull together what you believe will be a passive countermeasure to the general EMP. The tunnel that they do not go down, it, it's disused now. The Mimis had barricaded it up, but they make quick work with hundreds of individuals, grab stones. And, and although it's been barricaded up, until they start taking it apart, you would never have known that it was a, a hole, like a Neat. dry stone wall. So each individual stone was placed perfectly. And... The tunnel uh, is obviously dark still, but you've got torches and low light and stuff like that. And and helmet lights. Well, you've got a helmet light. light. No one else took a (laughs) a suit. Well, that was their mistake. (laughs) So the tunnel goes on for a good 30-minute walk. Santo uh, basically leaves you to it and brings in a, a cultural team to talk with the Mimis in the meantime. Do you identify like a leader or anything? There's no leader as such. It's uh, The anthropologists would probably describe it as a true democracy. So everyone or every adult gets a say. Isn't actually this a memocracy? All right. <laughs> We're done for the day. Well played. Um. The ones that you were talking to were representatives. Okay. So, actually, can you all do a perception? Insight and... Insight and discipline, and your department. Two from Obixir. Uh-huh. Yeah. Two from... Okay. Two. Yeah, okay. No. Oh, <laughs> Doc! Doc! Stop treading on my feet, Doc. <laughs> I can't see anything. The doc got a lot of successes. Is Basin who screwed up? 
Oh, okay. So your security officer that is supposed to be really good at seeing the situation bumps off the wall and Scott. Okay. Oopsie. He'll be punished later. Guess who's not getting a surprise round? Feels appropriate. Those of you that passed, you notice that there are gouge marks in Uh the tunnel. All along the tunnel. Basically like something that is slightly too big to go through the tunnel was going through. I thought you were joking about the Cinemorphs. It was this time. Uh... So the the tunnel entrance there is just big enough that you could probably walk three abreast. So two two and a half, three metres across. And it opens up into a large cavern. Um, Down the bottom here, all of this is open to the sky above, albeit a a shaft leading to the surface, 30 metres below the surface at the moment. And heartbreakingly, there are hundreds of broken carapace of Mimi littered across the floor. So the insides have all been forcibly removed and it just leaves the top shell. It's eating Mimi's. That is not good. It's not a surgical. It's not cleanly done. It has been ripped out. I just, I have a quite slightly concerning thought, but I won't. <laughs> it's one slightly concerning thought. Yeah. Well, something has been ripping out components and stealing them. It's upgrading. So the components are actually missing. They're not just littered about, like sh- ripped out and shredded and thrown over. There's actually missing parts. Yeah, completely. So missed. there's a Franken Mimi around here. So, if you remember, it was described as um, an ugly, grotesque, mutated Mimi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, as your eyes become accustomed to the the dim light, in the centre, you catch uh, that you weren't expecting it, to be fair. So, it took a couple of, a few seconds, a few beats to notice it and look on roll 20. Hey. Hey. Um, nice. It's made out of Lego. Yeah, you can clearly see that the description could be applied to this quite easily because Mimi's are Mimi's have a similar appearance in an overall kind of shape, and it is you know like when a when you see a picture of a spider dead, it it's all its legs are curled in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of doing that, and it is motionless on the floor, but it's not. It it's it's brought its legs underneath itself rather than on its back with its legs. Um, scan. You're gonna scan it. Scan. No. Yeah. Do I do I scan it all? You're gonna wake it up. What? How big is it? Wait. Do we have grenades with us? Wait. 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 Let's take it logically. Can we go back, get grenades, place them around the big spider, then scan in case something happens? Blow it up at the same time. I feel if you try and leave the room, it might wake up. How how big is it? Lengthwise, it's five meters. So it does seem like the sort of thing that would cause gouges in the tunnel and not quite fit if it were to go down it. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Is it? So instead of scanning, shall I just look for its power source and tear it out? It it might find your power source and tear it out before you get anywhere yeah. close. Ah. Uh-huh. And it wouldn't let me do anything fun, aside from blowing up planets. Uh, I, I don't suppose our phasers have, like, an EMP mode, do they? 
Well, stun mode is probably something like that. Yeah, stun mode is probably a catch-all. Oh, perfect. So we can stun it. I, I am going to suggest that everyone gets out phases and sets them on stun, just in case. Let's just fire in that case and keep going until it's not moving. Well, that seems... If, if, if Raul does that, Scott's going to shoot Raul. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say, given that latest uh, development, it's taking you a long time to finally get to the point of shooting. <laughs> like, I'm proud. You've lasted this long. <laughs> Scott does have some pretty decent patience. <laughs> I'm proud of Scott right now. You are now in real time, so. But, yeah, I mean, face us oh, out. Go ahead it? and scan it. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll scan it. Awesome. I mean, okay. Is there any cover around here? Yes. Basin takes cover. That's for successes. Effectively, there's cover all over the place. And they take cover, yeah. Various size rocks and stuff like that. Yeah. Spreading out. Put herself in a cleft, she's thinking. Um... Alexia's getting out of the way, too. (laughs) The moment Rao's tricorder goes active, it wakes. And like a a surprised predator, it's very quick. Scarily quick. That it goes from all curled up on itself to its full height and size. But it does keep itself low to the ground, its body low to the ground. It it, it moves like a earth spider, but despite its size, it moves like a um a small, quick creature. So it turns all the way around, trying to triangulate the active scan, and then it turns towards you. Um, specifically Rao. Hey, Wave. Okay, you guys get to act first. Shoot it. Uh, you've got a tricorder out. You didn't say anything about a phaser. I throw the tricorder at it. <laughs> What's Scott going to do? Well, it's not made any aggressive moves yet, so Scott's waiting to see if it makes any aggressive moves before he does anything. Uh, I mean, it looks like it's about to make an aggressive move. Identify ourselves? We don't know anything about it. Do we, is this Spider of the Darkness? Scott can put himself in front of Ral, but that's he's not going to shoot it yet. Yeah, so your your passive sensors on your tricorders are detecting what can be described as a directed EMP. Uh... Um, but the, the tricorders are countering its effects. That sounds like an aggressive move to me. He'd be trying to communicate. It backs away a few steps when it notices that it's not having any effect on you. It's not sure what to do. Well, scan it. It, What frequency light it's it's demonstrating, if any, and say, give a hello message, like greetings with its name. Despite having trace elements of... Mimi technology in its body, it didn't start out life as a Mimi either. It is of this world. Beyond that, you don't know enough about. They developed AI? You're not detecting any coherent messages or attempts at communication. It's. Um, it's more like an animal intelligence? Yeah. It, well, it's, it's kind of roaring at you in infrared. 
These guys must have created a whole ecosystem of robo animals, apparently. Apparently. Mimi recognized its um, coding or circuitry as like um, any other helper bots or construction creatures or anything like that. Do a an insight check with Mimi. Okay. Insight and again. engineering. Got it. Uh, no successes. She don't know. No. Do a do a an insight and engineering for Ellie and Rao, please. Two dice each. Insight and then two successes. One success. Looking at the creature, it is possible that it is a a construction vehicle, or maybe a transport. Maybe it was just self-maintaining with found parts. Yes. Mimi parts. Yeah. It hasn't achieved another level of intelligence. It just is a self-maintaining vehicle that has scavenged. Maybe not in the beginning as self-maintaining. Maybe it has evolved a little bit. Well, I mean, clearly. Because no idiot yeah. would design a machine that could disable its other machines with an EMP. Yeah. Um, from your scans, you can identify a number of features that might lend credence to the idea that it is a construction vehicle of some description. A hollow cavity in its abdomen uh, that could be a cargo hold of some description. And it seats in serious radio. No. no. Okay. No. Sorry. Um, what appears to be a crane mechanism that could be used to lift loads up, and it shows every indication that it is more than capable of climbing up vertical surfaces. And we we are certain this is a construction type of robot. Well, there are no weapons that you can tell, but you know the thing itself could they well be. So it has priorities based on building things. Yes, potentially. So if we were to find some scaffolding and push it over, it would piss it off. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I don't see any scaffolding. We're screwed. No. It probably has cutting and welding capacities if it's been building itself. Uh, There's no... No indication. No indication of that. You know, we're all squishy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have a problem killing us if it wanted to. It lunges for you. Yeah, Uh-oh. we've been standing here long enough. Scott, it stop. lunges forward. It doesn't reach you, uh, but it kind of propels itself forward like a jumping spider does. As it lands, it lands very gently. Mm-hmm. Oddly, any indication of impact. There's no like impact tremor or anything like that. But because it, it seemed to have missed you, rather than threatening you sort of thing. It's like it, it fell short instead of... Now that the tricorder is not active, it seems to be having problems finding you. And it backs up again to the center. I'm going to throw a rock. Not at it, but like near it. It's a little pebble just going... Beep, beep, beep. It pivots to... It reacts to Pivots sound. towards the sound. Okay. Are the other Mimi's staying away? Uh, they are currently hiding behind rocks as well. All right, Basin goes for the top right corner and makes sure to be loud about it so that it's distracted. Hey, okay, do a fitness and security. 
Oh boy. Uh, you draw the critter's attention. And even as uh, Basin, you know, stops moving, it still advances towards him. I guess I succeeded. <laughs> I take the time to move further away than hide further away. All right. Uh, assuming that I can hold my action, can I do that? Yeah. If it actually attacks someone instead of just jumping near them, uh, he's going to try to shoot it. Okay. So kind of like an overwatch. Yeah. We don't think we have to fight the animals. I think we have to feed the animals. I'm wondering if we can get transported down some components that would busy the creature. Yeah. And Fresh keep food. it from eating Mimi's. Like a pile of snacks. Yeah. I mean, can we can we replicate some engineering in engineering spares and just like beam them into this chamber? I don't know. Do you want to give the the possibly aggressive giant well, spider robot advanced well, technology? Can we make friends with it. Well, we can. Mm-hmm. We just can make. We can general. beam it down. Less advanced technology. Uh, all right. Re- replicate some parts from a nineteen sixties Rolls Royce. Lexi was wondering if she can reverse that EMP so it will affect the thing. Yeah, defang it. Knock it out and then we can st- take mm-hmm. it in to study or something. I-, I thought we weren't allowed to stun it until it attacked us. Well, the basin's just assuming that because no one else shot, he's not going to shoot either. I ain't going to propose to Captain Pax that this group get some, you know, self-preservation courses after this. What? So I... Like, like I say, I think we should distract it and then try and scan not just it, but the vicinity and see if there's anything that's interfering with it. Because I I don't see how a construction robot would go insane like this without some outside intervention. Well, it's been thousands of years. I mean, yeah, but even so, like, if it's a, a regular thing, it sounds like something is causing it and it's not just spontaneous. I mean, if it was just happening in this one place, sure. But if it's happening in multiple places, in the same way. Goal now to capture it so we can examine it, but not destroy it. Uh, something like that. All right. So we know that if we stun it, it's not nece- it's, and we don't use uh, higher phaser frequencies, then we could just knock it out or use the reverse EMP. Just knock it out. Hmm. Okay, which option are you going to go for? Because the EMP is going to take time. It's also probably going to scramble its systems completely, because that's what it seems to be doing to Mimi's. I mean, so I guess you can tone like it down. Stun. It does sound, seem like stunning is the right thing. All right, the I'm for it. Best course of action. I get my phaser ready. Okay, who's shooting first? I mean, probably Scott. Aye, aye. Uh, which I guess means that I also get to assist you. Ooh. Can I nick, nick a momentum to reroll that 20? You have it. Have an extra success. Well, that's under my security rating as well. I don't know if that affects an attack. House rule, get a plus 1d6 to the damage. You kind of hit it in a weak spot. Sweet. Uh, somebody remind me how many dice I'm rolling. Your security rating plus 4, I think? Oh, Maybe plus yeah, 3. Yeah, hang on. Um, 
Security rating plus nine, three. Scott. Yeah, nine. You're rolling nine dice. Okay. Nine. Plus an, plus an extra one. No, that is plus the extra one. Oh, does he only have five security? Oh, I've got six. Oh, six security. Yeah, so it should be He's ten got total. Type two. Plus one. It's type two. Yeah, type two is three plus your security rating. Extra die. So it's ten. Oh. I have written it okay. down as nine, but if you're saying I get an extra, it's ten. Yeah. Right. I, I think I think Yeah, you get you get the is... extra for the extra success. Yeah. Well there's some stuff in there. Dice rolled lots. That's yeah. six effects. Lots and lots of piercing. That's eight eight damage plus all the effects, which for a phaser can be one of two things. I think you can give it either vicious or something else. Uh, so you can turn Vicious the does extra right. damage. Yeah. So uh, you, can you can make do penetration sort of thing. All the damage. All the damage. Okay. So how much are we talking about? All of it. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus six effects. So 14 damage. Jeebus. Nice shot. Oh. I'm here to do one thing. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> It's twitchy. Very twitchy. It has slowed significantly. But it, it, it I guess it, it is its turn. I guess it's a toss-up between the nice, easy, prone security officer or the one that just shot it. Scott's one, two, three. Basin's four, five, six. Scott! Let's get an disadvantage. Yeah, I rolled two ones. Oh, nice! Yeah, it definitely hits um, Scott there. I get to use some stress. So you were behind cover. Um, it still manages to hit you with four successes. So it kind of, with its front stabby thing leg, it kind of comes down on top of the cover, which is a big rock, and shatters it. A reasonably big piece hits Scott. Full on in the chest and frozen backwards. Ooh. Only six points of damage, uh, but you are prone. How, how do I lock damage? Is it stress? Yes. Minus soak. You should have one soak for the uniform. Yep. My held action should be going into effect now. After how many stress? I think you take a... It's five stress, is it? Is it five? Okay. Still less than a third yeah. of my health. It's fine. Take like an injury? after. Yeah. That? Yeah. At five. I would imagine that you've probably broken a couple of ribs there. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Just now. walk it off. Genuinely, I'm like a barbarian in this. Trust me. <laughs> he has a phaser type two now, right? Yeah. And what, what is it? Three plus my security? Yeah. I still got to actually try and hit it, though. Do you want to take aim or something first? I forget what that does. I forgot, too. But I knew that we always like to take aim first. It yeah. did something. I'm going to open that up real quick. It's been so long since I've looked at the game. Did it give us like an extra roll or something? An extra die? What? What does the take aim action do in combat? Uh, oh, uh, it reduces the difficulty by one. There you go. I take aim. And what's two successes for the hit. I would protect the crew. Go into effect here. Maybe you just get another die in the damage roll like uh, Scott did. Ah. Yeah. Five damage causes an injury. Okay, now I'm going to roll damage. Uh, so you're incapacitated. That seems a lot. Medic. Like, for five damage, like, considering Scott's maximum 
damage pool. Uh, you can avoid injuries. Uh, so when you suffer an injury, you can choose to avoid it, uh, which stops it from happening, but you spend two momentum to do it. We got the momentum. Up to you guys. Or you can yeah, suffer a complication. I don't mind. Scott's a, as I say, Scott's got a lot of health, so it's not going to destroy yeah. us if I have to take more damage or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Up to you guys. Yes, I mean, fair enough. Go ahead. You can only do it once, though. I forgot the extra day there is. Three, four, five, six, seven. Eight damage. Affect another turn. Another turn. Yeah. How does it affect Scott if he carries an injury next turn? Uh, he gets incapacitated. So he can't take a shot. No. Well, no. If he takes a second injury, he gets incapacitated. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. All right. Yeah. No. You you get an injury incapacitates you, but you can avoid an injury by paying two momentum. But you can only do that once per scene, unless you take a recover action. Consult with you as we go. <laughs> you want to spend the momentum. Yeah, I mean, all all take a complication. How much have we got? Right now we have five. Five. I'll spend two. Got it. And and that should be another fourteen damage. So he still carries the five stress, but he doesn't have an injury. Yes. Gotcha. Keeps the stress, but loses the injury. All right. So Basin's sh shooting. He already shot. Oh, he did the damage. Yeah. Okay. Did fourteen. Another fourteen damage. Dang. Dang. Yeah. Still with us, Matt. Uh oh. Which one? And no, that's not ideal. His doggies eat him. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Hello. So I've been talking this entire time and no one's heard anything. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> God damn. We thought I you were just letting us consult with uh with Tom here. <sighs> no, what I was trying to say is Scott doesn't need to spend the momentum because the doc could do a medical check to that's remove the injury. For, but I wasn't sure. However Let's just stick with the momentum. However, with 14 points of damage, the creature flops. It is incapacitated. All right. Ah, okay. Check it out. I did, that's a lot of freaking damage. <laughs> <laughs> I just got lucky. Sometimes Security. you get no damage, sometimes you get all of them. Security yeah. ready to go today. Yeah, I know. I was expecting this fight to last at least another 20 minutes. We'll just say Basin is being very protective of Mimi. You, you've got to give yeah. your enemies more resistance, clearly. I gave them four. Wow. Yeah. And 20 health. Normally well. that's that's 20 minutes, but... <laughs> Fine. <laughs> sure. Fair Whatever. Enough. And then it's Big Brother st stands up and you realise that the back wall was just one giant monster. Uh, I was no, waiting for it. I thought this was like a little fella. <laughs> yeah. It summons the Megazord. Rita throws a staff down and it grows to a giant size. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's incapacitated. It it looks like it's asleep. When you, instead of, you know, unable to move, paralyzed, it, it, it looks like it's, it's out cold. It, it's definitely not going anywhere for a while. Basin motions to his backpack and he's like, uh, you want to talk to your cousin or do you want to stay away? Let's assemble it now. The the top of the backpack opens up. Mimi looks out, looks at the creature and then goes back inside. Yeah, that's what I thought. However, the other Mimis do scuttle straight towards it. Do I think that it's the cause of their dark times? I mean, look at the corpses of Mimi's around. Or is, there a, or is there a different kind of EMP necessary to have caused that? 
Well, the EMP from the creature, it was a directed EMP, so it was kind of like a cone in front of it, um, did match the sensor readings that they gave you. But, you know, it's a hell of a lot scarier when have stun weapons. Weapons and stuff. And it's a lot faster than they are. From the way it was moving, it could probably leap 40 or 50 meters easily. And you're not sure, but um, from the construction, Ellie and Rao wonder if it's not got a pretty high running speed as well. But within moments, the other Mimis have kind of plugged into it. They found various data ports and connected to its computer. Effectively, it's a crane. It will go to the top of buildings, position itself, and then lower the cable and lift dozens of tons. But at some point, it goes slightly cray-cray. And it it's an animal. It's not been attacking the Mimis maliciously. And it doesn't do it often, only when something breaks and it needs to be replaced. So do the Mimis want to, like, now that they know what it is, create some sort of containment? Or, like, do they want to treat it like a zoo animal or a safari creature? Or how do they want to handle it? Um, they're not sure. The ones that are there are reasonably confident that they could probably tame it, maybe. But um, they're talking about basically wiping its data banks and reinstalling its operating system. A base code. Ral suggests they do not install Windows 11 on it. Or <laughs> a classic. <laughs> Go for Linux. It does raise some ethical concerns. Well, as far as Ellie's concerned, it's their world, it's their creature, and so it's not really a lot for us to say in how to handle their wildlife. Ral gives them a rundown of how humans tamed animals on their world a long, long time ago, how this is normal, they should do it, nothing can go wrong from this. <laughs> They're the maintainers, so if they, it makes sense that they would want to reboot the operating system and restore it. I mean, they're not talking about disassembling it or destroying it. Is there any indication of what caused it to go crazy? Was it just a time thing? Yeah, thousands of years alone. Yeah, I mean, as far as Carl is concerned, it's, it's up to them. It's their planet. The machine was on. It's basically theirs. They could co-opt it for digging more tunnels or something. Yeah. It's animal intelligence, but it's not actually animal, so as far as I guess we're concerned, but I don't know how that... Can they contact the other um, colonies and find out if there's been other kinds of equipment gone wrong? There is stories of variations of this sort of thing, but they've always been much smaller scale. Nothing as big as this creature. Small maintenance droids and things like that. One thing we should definitely do is teach them how to defend themselves from the EMP thing. Yeah. yeah. So we can just teach them how to make a, a lightweight system that can replicate the effect. I also want to help them collect their dead and identify and do whatever they do to memorialize or put them to rest or pass the parts on to their generations or whatever. Bury the dead. They express that the raw components can be reused. Death isn't a problem for them. When a Mimi dies, its components are recycled. Because they communicate a lot via subspace messages and things like that, they always have a piece of memory. So 
when a Mimi is dying, its um, memories are kind of distributed. Uh, but the bodies themselves, are, yeah, can be recycled and reused. They request help in wiping the creature's core programming. Computers. Yep. Uh, yes. Unfamiliar wow. computer. I have. We have one, momentum. One success. It's funny. Use momentum. Reroll that. Ah. You, you could use determination whole... and reroll the yeah, lot let of me them. Reroll the whole lot. <laughs> um. So one, two, three, four successes. And Plus one from Rao. Yeah. Five. Okay. Uh, the program is relatively simple. Its core directives are, well, they number in about like five core directives, and three of them involve not harming anything. Obviously, um, it's evolved or mutated over the years. Uh, there's now several dozen core directives, and most of them conflict with each other. Poor critter doesn't know if it's coming or going, and its core programming has mutated to a complexity that you have witnessed in advanced machines. Not quite Mimi or Exocomp sort of level, but certainly Starfleet drone, um, the ship's computer, very complex. By resetting it, you'll be lobotomizing the creature. Its memories are as complex as any animals. So there's no backing it up? No. So effectively, the only choices you've really got are leave it as it is, wipe the entire system completely, and reload factory settings, or Um, lobotomize and leave memories. So I'm going to consult with Carl and our fellow critters that own this planet. Hmm. And while you guys are having this crisis, Basin is arguing with with Mimi, like, have you been super smart this whole time? I've lost to you only three times in the last chess messages. <laughs> it's letting you win because it's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> she, she kind of shrugs at you and kind of looks innocent. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wanted to think you, let you think you were doing well. Basin is smart, I swear. <laughs> 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 is that what Basin says? Basin is smart. Yes, Basin is smart. Well, it would be for the creature to lose all of its memories. It may actually be a relief. It's been thousands of years, and yeah. it's a mutation, and it's got these complex conflicts in its core. May, is there an option that we can just resolve the conflicts in the core? Um. I'm going to say something, and then you're going to reply with, well, I've got an FTL computer. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to lean on it. (laughs) You have enough experience with computers to know that you can resolve conflicts in a way that wouldn't create more conflicts, um, but it would take time. For the suggestion to the Mimi community and ask them what they would prefer, if they would like me to try that, or if they would prefer it to be restarted because in their perspective they're dealing with a rabid dog they would rather preserve life in its many forms and appearances than make everything effectively they'd be killing a life form 
to resurrect it as a machine. But we didn't we establish that it's not intelligent? Like, it's not intelligent to the beyond an beyond an animal like thing. That doesn't mean it's not alive though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not sentient necessarily. I mean, yeah, but for them it would be like um, taking the family dog, killing it, deliberately killing it, and then creating a robot in its place or resurrecting it. So my suggestion is to train it to behave by resolving the core conflicts. Yeah, I mean, uh, with um, having a defense against its um, EMP, it gives them the confidence that they would like to attempt it. They'd like to release it without rebooting it. Yeah. All right. Well, Ellie good. respects that. I'm not going to change its programming. They could, in effect, now that they know why it was attacking them for parts, while it is unconscious and you are repairing its coding, they could completely repair the creature so that it wouldn't need to seek spare parts. It would maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can Rao and Nikki do a computer thingy, please? Moving on as swiftly as possible. Three successes. And Rao? All right. What am I rolling? Computers. Computers. Control and engineering. Two successes. Okay, so between you and a team from the Tonga, you're able to resolve the programming problems between the Tonga and the Potemkin. You've got enough supercomputer to brute force it in a few days. And in that time, you watch miracles um, are achieved by the Mimis on the spider creature. It looks brand new. And you're very careful about how you wake it, obviously. Uh, more security guards are brought in subtly, so at the edges, so not as not to concern the creature when it wakes up. And as it wakes up, you're you're able to monitor a number of communications between um, several Mimi and the creature. It is like talking to an animal, but there's also an exchange of coding. Nothing that overwrites anything, but more more of a memory, I guess, from the Mimi to the creature, and then similar ones back. And there is enough coding in common between the two species that the spider recognises that Mimi's a friend, basically. And they say that they're able to direct it into completing tasks that they're not able to in exchange for maintaining it. They stop short of giving it micro-replicator, or in its case, a macro-replicator. <laughs> because, you know, they don't want it altering itself if it goes crazy again. But it it's an ending. The Mimis think that, um, given time, the colony could favourably interact with it. It could even help them to better maintain the above world etc. Neat. Making your way back, Santo expresses her gratitude and says that she's already contacted Starfleet and with Pax's backing they have managed to get a basically an exocomp on the diplomatic team. But they managed to express to the Federation Council that they're a life form and in fact hit most if not all of the criteria of being alive including reproduction so in case literal replication 
yeah. <laughs> but it's not literal replication, is it? It's um, they're passing on portions yeah. of their own personality. I'll rephrase. In their case, they have literal replicators as part of their biology. Yeah. It's a pretty handy trick, to be honest. Yeah. Yep, yep. I guess it's only limited to um, yeah. uh, what patterns they can create. They are tiny. And anyone I know, are they any good? The diplomats they're sending? It's a federation team uh, as opposed to a Starfleet team. Uh, you have heard of them. Uh, they do specialise in first contact and diplomat in charge has negotiated and spoken to all kinds of species and were responsible for bringing the water into the Federation. Yeah, good for that. So, so they're, they're open-minded. Mess it up. Good. Hopefully not, no. You want Mimi's on our ship. Yeah. They better not mess it up. <laughs> Maybe in the future. We got one. Enclave of Mimi's. Yay. <laughs> okay. Call it there for the night. Yeah, one last little scene. On yep. the ship, the security officer is doing his thing with Mimi. Daniel Basin is standing on one end of a table, Mimi on the other. He looks at Mimi very seriously, and he says, You've been holding back. And then a little chest piece starts appearing on the table, holographic, and he's like, Don't. <laughs> and roll credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott might need a word with his security personnel. Basin's lucky that Scott's getting his ribs fixed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ellie tickles him to make him cry. <laughs> Alright. Thanks all. See you next time, hopefully. Yep. Uh, I I will talk to you later. Good night. Adios. All right. Good night. Boy, boy. Toodle pep. Mm-hmm.